Well, in the last episode, I asked, what do you want bad enough to make the changes you need to make to get it? And today, I want to talk about what do you want bad enough to find the time you need to make it happen? Hey there, Kelly here, and thank you so much for joining us today. I am honored to have you here. If you're looking for tips, habit shifts, and shortcuts to fitness consistency and the freedom that feeling great brings, you're in the right place. As the fitness consistency coach with a touch of adventure, I've been helping smart, busy women embrace fitness and long-term freedom for over 20 years. I am so glad you're here. So the number one thing that clients tell me when we first start working together as to why they aren't being consistent with their fitness or why they aren't doing the workouts they want to do, the number one thing is always, well, I don't have the time. It's always so hard to find the time. And and I get that. I totally get it. It's like, I mean, even though all of us have the same amount of time in our lives, we're all busy. Everyone's busy. And and sometimes it feels like we just can't fit one more thing in. And I'm here to say that maybe we don't have to fit one more thing in. Maybe the first thing to do is to take out some of the things that aren't working. And we've all got them. So first thing I'd like you to think about when it comes to time, what are your big three time wasters? Like, one way to find this out is just to spend a couple of days observing yourself. Like just, just watch what you do. And sometimes when we when we take that moment to, to step away and just kind of observe who we are and what we're doing, we'll start noticing like some of the things that we do that are just like, well, that wasn't any, that wasn't useful today, was it? And when you do that, it allows you to be aware so that you can make changes. Because otherwise, if I just ask somebody like, well, where can you find some time in your life to start doing the things that you want to do for fitness? I'll always get like, well, I don't have any more time. I'm getting up at four o'clock or I'm getting up at five o'clock or I'm getting up at six o'clock and I don't get to go to bed until 11 o'clock and I've got to do all the things. And, and I do. I absolutely understand how busy everybody is and probably even more busy these days than we've ever been before. And I also know that we all waste time in one way or another. So let's look for it. A couple of years ago, I was asked to contribute to a book called Number One Habits for Entrepreneurs. And they asked me to give one habit that people should have and one habit people should remove. And it doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur or if you work for yourself, I mean, or if you work for somebody else or if you don't work at all, doesn't matter. Because this one thing that I suggested that people do to remove is pretty much universal. And that is time spent on our phone. Phones are amazing technology, right? Like like mind-boggling technology. And the people who create them are very, very smart. And it's very important for those devices to be successful for us to use them, right? Like the more time we spend on them, the more we love them. And so they bing and they ding and they dong and they vibrate and they do all the things that get our t- our attention. 
And that is designed to bring us back, bring us back, bring us back to the phone. So, and I, I use my phone more than I thought I did. When I first did this uh, piece for the book, I thought, well, you know what? I should just test myself. So I put on, I don't know, whatever it, whatever it was on my phone that, that checked how much time I was spending on the phone each day. And I was shocked. Like I was shocked. Now, sometimes I will say like one thing I use my phone for is I'll listen to podcasts while I'm working out. Fine. That time is not a big deal. But what about like when I sit down, grab a second cup of coffee in the morning, pick up my phone. And instead of making notes for the day, I click the Facebook icon, right? And the next thing I know, I've spent 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes looking at everyone else's stuff instead of taking care of what I need to be doing for myself. So like watch yourself on your phone. How much time are you wasting there? Where are you diving into the rabbit holes? Um, Put the screen, I should know what this is called, but whatever it is that, that tracks how much time you spend on the screen, start paying attention to it. And then the next one is, is TV. Um, so TV is one of those things that a lot of us use to relax. Um, it's used to distract. It's used for a lot of different ways. But when it's used to binge or be watching TV instead of something else that you know you want to be doing, um, that's when TV becomes a problem, right? Um, one of my clients, I suggested to her, she's like, but I like to watch TV. I said, great. And you'd like to start stretching, wouldn't you? <laughs> she was always saying every week, I'm not stretching enough. I said, great, watch TV. But you've got to, you have an agreement with yourself now. And that agreement is that when you watch TV, you stretch. And she's like, okay. Like, <laughs> she didn't really mean it that okay, but she said it. And so I, after her for a couple of weeks, and then she started doing it. And she's like, okay, this is working. Because one, I'm actually doing the stretching I want to do. And two, when I get tired of stretching, I'm not going to watch any more TV. I stop stretching. I stop watching TV. So where are those time wasters? Those are usually the two big ones. The third one that is worth looking into is just kind of while you're observing your life, see where you can delegate. All right. Like sometimes we feel like we have to do all the things we have to take care of the house. We have to buy the groceries. We have to take care of the kids. We have to walk the dog. We have to, I don't know, we have to do all the things, right? And really, like some of those things could be delegated. I don't have a dog right now, but when I had my dog for many, many years, which she was the love of my life, and I also would spend an hour a day at least walking her. And she was a big dog who could run like the wind. And instead she wanted to walk like a snail. So we would take these extraordinarily slow walks where she would spend all her time stopping and looking around. And and it was fun because I was with her. And when she passed away, I went, oh my gosh, look at all the time I have. (laughs) Look at all this time I found in my life that I never even thought about. So I, I told myself, I mean, I'm not ready for another dog, but I did tell myself that when I get another dog, I am going to allow myself to let someone else walk her at least one one time of the day, because it's such a big, like the time that I got back allowed me to do a lot of stuff. But like one of the things that allowed me to do was to start doing some of the hiking and biking 
that had gotten to be really small, like, you know, weekend and maybe once a week, it's allowed me to expand those things. So like, where, where could you delegate? Um, another thing for me is uh, I found that this happened because of the pandemic was we started having our groceries delivered. Now I enjoy shopping for groceries. I really do. It's kind of like, it's like a, I don't know. It's like a fun trip for me. It's something I like to do. And at times when I had to do it, it was kind of a pain in the back end because I drive there, get caught in traffic. I live in Houston, lots of traffic and my grocery store is not super close and I'd shop and I'd drive home and it would be two hours, two hours of my life. And now when most of the time, not all the time, but a lot of the time I have my groceries delivered, bingo, there's two hours back. So I started just looking at all those little ways that I could find the time to allow myself to have it to put toward the stuff that really mattered for me. And the things that really moved the needle for me are my workouts. Like I love to exercise. I love to, to, I love to move. I love to get outside. So that was, those are a big needle mover for me. Another thing is like meditation and writing. I like those things. I enjoy them. And when I find the time for them, then everything else goes easier. And when I have the time for them, everything is simple. So just stop for a minute and and look at where you might be able to get some of your time back. And then another piece is like, find out what's realistic for you. Okay. This is, this is the other piece. This is the other thing I hear from clients. And when I say what's realistic, people will come to me because it's summertime in Houston and they're like, I can't exercise in Houston in the summer. It's too hot. <laughs> All right. Or I get clients who it's winter time and they live in the snow and they're like, I don't exercise anymore in the winter because it's too cold. So knowing these things, right? Like knowing what's realistic for them, I get them to start looking at it in a different way. So for the person I'm thinking of in Houston, um, her name is Kim. For Kim, what we do is she does all of her all of her outdoor exercising up until about May. And then May, June, she switches to indoor classes for the next four months. And then she starts back up with her outdoor stuff. I mean, right? Like this is a no-brainer. But at the same time, what happens is that when we get into a groove, like for her, she's a cyclist. So she cycles, cycles, cycles. And then all of a sudden it's too hot and she just stops because she can't cycle instead of going, okay, how can I switch this? Like what's realistic? And for, for her, it is not realistic to, to ride in the summer. I've just given up. I used to tell her that it's just not that hot. You can get over it, but I've given up telling her that because she really, it's just too hot for her. So she switches it. And then we've got another one like D who she came to me because it was too cold and she was slipping backwards, which is what she called herself. She said, I keep slipping backwards and it's just too cold. So we tried a couple of different things. And finally, what we hit on was if it's too cold to exercise, is it too cold to have fun? And I know that sounds so silly, but for her, she was always trying to go out. She, she's a runner. And so she would go out and run and then she didn't feel comfortable. It was slippery. You know, it was cold as heck. And she wasn't enjoying herself. So what we did was we switched it up 
And now she does a lot of snowshoeing. And she told me, she said, you know, I always kind of thought that snowshoeing was going to be lame. And that's why I never tried it. She said, I'm working out so many more muscles than I ever did running. And she's having fun. So sometimes you just have to ask yourself, like, you know, what's holding you back? What's realistic for you? Think about those. And that comes back to what we talked about last week is that sometimes you have to take what it is that you want and make it so important, so fun, so exciting, such a priority that you find the time and you find the means to have it. And that's what I want you to think about right now. Like, that's what happens. And that's one of the reasons and one of the ways you become consistent with your fitness is because when it becomes that priority, and there's a thousand reasons that fitness can be a priority, but when it becomes your priority for the things that matter, then you're going to dump the, I don't have time. You're going to dump the, it's too hot or too cold or whatever the excuse is. You're going to drop the excuses and you'll find the time. We all have the same amount of time. So think about that. And then think about like what you want. And then remember your why. And then find those pieces. And you don't have to have much time. Okay. We'll talk more about like what you need to be doing with your fitness. But if you can find 30 minutes in a day, 45 minutes is even better. But if you can find that time, you're going to be rocking your fitness consistency. Absolutely. So thank you so much for being here today. See you next week. Thank you again so much for listening today. I truly appreciate the opportunity to connect. If you're ready to incorporate fitness consistency into your life, I'd love to help. I have a special gift for you. If it's a struggle to stay consistent with your fitness, and you're ready for all the energy, vitality, and feeling great you can have, go to my website, fitisfreedom.com, and on the homepage, you can get a free copy of my Consistency is Key Masterclass, plus a fitness plan you can follow along with, guaranteed to get you started on your path to being fit and free forever.